Welcome to Broadway Radio's Tell Me More. I'm your host, Matt Tamanini. Here on Tell Me More, we strive to talk about projects and topics that don't often get covered on theater podcasts. On today's episode, I speak with one of the most in-demand actors in the New York musical theater world, Christina Alabado. After kicking off her career on the Spring Awakening National Tour back in the fall of 2008, Christina has been a fixture on both Broadway and off-Broadway stages ever since, not to mention rehearsal rooms developing new works. Her resume includes her Broadway debut in American Idiot, touring as the mistress in Evita, at the New York Theatre Workshop in the David Bowie and Enda Walsh musical Lazarus, in the Broadway premiere of American Psycho, and recently off-Broadway in Kerrigan and Loudermilk's The Mad Ones, and Stephen Trask and Peter Uranowitz's This Ain't No Disco. Last month, she took over the role of Gretchen Wieners in the Broadway production of Mean Girls, replacing her friend, Ashley Park, whom we discuss quite a bit in this episode. In our chat, Christina told me about the process of joining this very tight Mean Girls family, what the opportunity to play a strong yet vulnerable woman on a Broadway stage filled with a bunch of other strong and vulnerable women means to her and what she's heard from audience members and fans since joining the company. She also tells me why she's never let her foot off the gas pedal of her career. If you've seen her on stage, it should be no surprise that Christina is kind and open and insightful. I really, really enjoyed chatting with her about Mean Girls, a show which all of you know that I'm quite fond of, and her career as well. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Christina Alabato. So how, how has the last month been for you? Oh my gosh, it has been awesome. I'm definitely exhausted. I'd imagine. Um, <laughs> it has been like a total whirlwind and just the greatest. Now, from what I understand, you had about three three weeks of rehearsal, but you really were the only principal replacement going in at that time. So was most of that done on your own? Were you pretty much just with the the stage manager and some other folks for most of that three weeks? Yeah, you know, I actually came in with um, Danielle Wade is uh, the standby for Katie and um, Janice. And so Danny learned at the same time I did. So we actually got to learn a lot of stuff together, like the Katie Gretchen stuff, which was really cool because she was focusing on Katie that week. Um, And so that was nice to have someone else. But a lot of the time it was just me and our associate director, Casey Hushin, um, and stage manager and dance captains, because they were really focusing on like getting me totally ready for my put in, which was two and a half weeks after I started, I think was my put in. So it was technically two and a half weeks of put in. And then I had um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I was in on Tuesday. But yeah, so it was interesting. It's always interesting being a replacement. I replaced one other time um, in American Idiot, the Green Day musical um, in 2011, I guess, or 12. What year was that? Oh my gosh, a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, it was a similar process, but it was much shorter. I think I had uh, maybe maybe 10 days until my put-in. It was a really fast just go, go, go. So it was nice to have a full three weeks to like really feel like I had the time to really learn Gretchen. And then I was like super ready to do it on Tuesday, which was awesome. I mean, as ready as you can be. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sure. Well, and what's so interesting about you mentioned American Idiot, it seems like kind of thinking about your career, you've been in a lot of shows written by rock stars. um, But (laughs) it feels like the plastics kind of are rock stars in, in this show. Like that first moment when the 
uh, like when the cafeteria doors open and the table comes on, like that's an insane moment for three people coming on stage for the first time. Like, what was that feeling the first time those doors open and you guys are in that pink light and everything? Yeah, that was cool. You know, the, the first time I saw the show, I was like, Oh my God, like this is the response that the plastics gets. That is so unique and special and awesome. And um, it, it does happen most nights, which is really, really cool. And like, it kind of does. I think it's amazing. Actually, I haven't thought about it the way you said it. It is true that a lot of my, a lot of my career has been in the yeah. rock musical realm. And so, you know, you get that sometimes there, but it kind of does feel like the plastics are rock stars. I kind of love that. Think about that tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, as you've kind of joined and you've gone through the whole rehearsal process, you had your put in, you've been on stage for a little over uh, about a month now, I think. Um, how has it been kind of working yourself into this cast who not only had been together for the year on Broadway, for the most part, obviously some people have come and gone, but they also did the, the out of town in DC as well. How has it kind of been to one, get yourself comfortable in this role? And then how have they kind of welcomed you into their big extended mean girl family? Yeah. You know, again, it's just such an interesting, like different, like way of like what we do and, and that being a replacement is such a specific thing, because like you said, you are walking into this established family that are super close and together. But the greatest thing about, I think the Broadway community, and as I continue you know, where I think I've made, I guess I've, I always say I've been doing this now for 10, 11 years, like really in it. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually knew a lot of people that were in the cast before I started. So that was really, really nice. I had known Kate Rockwell for a long time. And I, I was I very close to Ashley Park, who I replaced, who is just a doll. And, you know, I'd known Eric Hester people and Taylor people. And I've known Derek for 10 years. So like, and Jen Smart. So I really walked in. I'm like, cool, these are some of my people. And like, look yeah. at all these new people I get to meet. And like everybody, I swear, I am not like being hyperbolic. The, that, that cast and group of people are so kind and gracious and welcoming. Like, like never once did I feel like even an inkling of who's this new person. Like there was just nothing other than we are so excited for you to be here. We can't wait. We're so lucky. Like just, where I can't wait to get to know you. And like, it was really, really special. Like, and not, not that I wasn't expecting that, but it was like open arms. Awesome. And, you know, Ashley Park was like the best at making me feel involved and like with her through the transition, like she didn't want us to be separate. And that was really cool. And something that you don't really get all the time. Like she wanted me to be with her, like, even yeah. on her last show, she was like, come, come. I was like, I'm going to go watch. Like, I don't want to, I want you to have your space and your time. She's like, no, no, no. Come to the dressing room. Like, she's just so, I can't stand up about her and about this cast. I could talk about it forever because I just am <laughs> so grateful. Well, one of the, uh, one thing I do want to ask uh, about the cast is one of the fun things through the first year of the show following on social media is watching Ashley and Kate in their dressing room together. You said that you've known Kate for a long time and I, Still to this day, having seen the show once during previews and once after you joined, uh, I still think that Kate Rockwell is giving one of the funniest performances on Broadway in a very long time that's underappreciated. So how how has it been to come in and share a space with her, someone that you've known for a while, and then get to take that relationship that you had offstage and be BFFs to a certain extent on stage as well? Yeah, yeah you know, it's actually been like so much fun. Kate is 
just the best. It's been nice to get really close because we've known each other for a while, but like, you know, in the business, we, a lot of us know each other. I knew her through friends and it was, it's just been really cool to get to know her. And I feel so close to her already. And it's only been a month. And I think part of that is that we're both super open people and we get along, but also part of it is that on stage, like you said, like Gretchen and Karen are like holding hands most of the show. So it's like, (laughs) there is that kind of thing where you're like, well, here we go. We're doing this. And then it kind of just comes naturally. Like me and Kate are constantly Marco Poloing and doing goofy things in the dressing room. Like you said, like just being silly. And, and I think also the, the show and the job, and I think that's why that the the theater is such a happy place is it's the show is fun and funny and yeah and it like the space makes you there's nothing but joy there you know what I mean so it's hard to like even when you're tired or whatever it's hard to sit in it because we're doing Mean Girls like it's it's just an infectious joyous show mm-hmm. and um and Kate and I have such a nice relationship and vibe in the dressing room and on stage so it's been it's been really really great and we have so much fun up there (laughs) yeah well and the show is obviously a a ton of fun you can't leave that theater not just being giddy with excitement from what you've seen but there are a ton of really interesting complex characters in this show that i don't think when people said oh they're turning mean girls into a musical that they would have expected as much depth uh from these characters because there really isn't a hero uh, in the whole show. Maybe, maybe Karen is uh, Karen and Gretchen are the only ones that really uh, uh, are the heroes, so to speak, but they all have their flaws uh, as well. How does those, that positive relationship offstage from the whole cast, that welcoming thing, how does that translate into playing these characters that do show a ton of vulnerability? They make mistakes, but they have substantial arcs throughout the entire show. How do those two things go hand in hand? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I think you're right in that, you know, the depth that each of these characters has on stage. I mean, Gretchen is a super vulnerable, everything, all the craziness of Gretchen comes from total, total vulnerability and like not knowing if she's enough and all that stuff that like a lot of, you know, an interesting part about being Gretchen, even for the five weeks that I have so far is a lot of kids at the stage door or on Instagram or whatever, um, write to me or tell me, um, that they feel like sometimes they, they totally connect with Gretchen because the entire show for Gretchen is her questioning if she's enough, if, if people like her. And that's a huge thing that I experienced in high school, let alone in real life, like all the time. I think we all can connect on that. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's interesting to actually play that role in a business that is so much about that. Am I enough? Am I enough? And so I think that's actually it's kind of cathartic at times to sing my song and to be Gretchen because we all feel that, you know? So that's interesting, but also like the, the company in itself is so close and it was really cool actually coming in and, and seeing how close into a family they are. I mean, I've experienced, and with the exception of me of uh, American idiot and this one, I've only kind of built shows from the ground. That's kind of been what mm-hmm. I've done um, in the last, three years, a lot of off-Broadway stuff, and then I did American Psycho. Um, and when you build a show, it's really, really special and really close, and it brings you together, and it's it's kind of unexplainable. And I think that's, going back to your previous question, I think that's part of the reason you come in. And once you know that, I had no expectations to, like, actually replace anybody. Like, you know what I mean? It's not, yeah. it, you yeah. know, 
the, the people that leave the show from the original company are irreplaceable and them as a unit is irreplaceable, but I'm a great addition. You know what I mean? And if you look at it that way, I think that helps take the pressure of being like, Oh my God, am I going to be able to fit in here? Because no, I'm, and now I'm, I'm adding, you know, to an already amazing group of people. Um, and so it's, it's cool to have just all of that. And then translating on stage, what's funny is everybody's so nice that like at times I'll look over to one of the ensemble members or, you know, uh, like for instance, last week, Gianna, sometimes I don't see Gianna off stage and she's, I love her. She's an ensemble. And I, I saw her on stage and I started smiling and I was like, I'm supposed to hate her. Don't smile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny. You got to stay focused. Got to stay focused. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's so interesting, though, that you think of it as being an addition rather than a replacement. How how has that process been? Because I'm sure it was different going in as Gretchen for Mean Girls and then going in with your uh, different tracks in American Idiot. But as you were coming into a show that's been running for a year, there obviously that show is frozen. But I assume that you come in and you want to find ways that you relate to Gretchen and how you can kind of communicate the character in your own way. How do you balance those things? Obviously, besides the logistics of I have to hit this mark, I have to be at this spot at this time. How do you go about developing this character with a group that already has developed their work with somebody else? Yeah, it's, you know, what's great is like a hundred percent from the second that I I feel like even from auditions, like to being in the rehearsal room, I was met with nothing, but we are so excited about your version of Gretchen. So, you know, and I'm not saying at times other companies don't do that, but this company specifically, the associate director and and stage manager, were very much like, we are not asking for a copy, copycat. We are not asking for anything other than we want you to take your time finding your version of Gretchen. And they were again, such a gift that they told me that upon arriving because it can be a lot of pressure. Someone established something beautiful and iconic um, that Ashley did with Gretchen and not only Ashley, but Lacey Chabert in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. so you have these two huge legacies that you're, you know, stepping into. And what was great was when in them telling me that they wanted me to find it my own way, I was really able to like digest learning Gretchen, like the lines and the words. And then, you know, really take in the women before me. And I kind of feel like I got to do a really cool thing in like watching Lacey and, and then watching Ashley and then doing me. And so it's this cool thing of like wanting to pay homage to those people, but also be like, now it's my turn. And this is my, uh, they allowed me the, the ability to make it mine, which is so wonderful. And it will never be totally mine because I didn't create it. But now I get to do a version of it that is mine and Ashley's and Lacey's. And it's really, it's very special to me in that way. Yeah. You talk about kind of following in the footsteps of those two women who have played this part before and whatever the different incarnations are. But so much of this story, obviously in the title, uh, is about women and is about female mm-hmm. characters. And that is such a a unique thing in a Broadway musical to have. Yes, there's the whole love interest with Aaron, but really... Uh, you know, five of the maybe six or seven principles, principles in the show are, are women. And you talked about people who talked to you at the stage door or talked to you on social media about how Gretchen, how much Gretchen means to them. What does that feel like as a, as a woman? You, you've said you've been working 
for for a decade, but you're still fairly young to know that you are able to kind of show a multifaceted, vulnerable woman on stage to younger generations of theater fans who can look up to this character and maybe even learn from the character. Yeah, I think that that's one of the things I love the most about the show. Actually, you hit it on the head there in that when I first saw it, the first time I saw it and the first time I did it, I got emotional in the same spot. And you've seen it a couple of times, so you may remember at the end of the show when we're um, at the dance, all the principals step forward to sing, I see stars. And it's a line of women and, and it's, and it make it made me. I watched. I was watching, and Gray's in the line too. So, right. and, and so one one person is not a woman, but love Gray. Um, <laughs> but it was cool to see those strong personalities that are in the show. Like they're not weakly written women. They they yeah. all are, from Janice to Mrs. George to Regina, like to Karen. They're all very strong in like what they're saying on stage, and to watch them all in a line smiling and loving each other. There was something about that that really hit my heart and I got emotional and it was the same on the first night just because I hadn't really seen that. It's very rare, like you said, on stage to see, oh, you're like, you realize you just watched a show that is led by women. It's really cool. And it's not overly focused on romance. There is a romantic storyline, but there are a billion storylines that are as important and vital as that that storyline. So it's really... That to me is so special. And like you said, like being able to be that for younger, the younger generation, the younger woman coming up, wanting to do theater, not even wanting to do theater, just to be confident at school. We have a lot of school groups come and like, it's just, it means a lot to me. And I think if at that age, it would have meant a lot to me watching. So I take it very seriously and I'm very humbled and grateful that I get to do that and I get to be that for, you know, the younger generation and younger women and even younger boys to see the show and like, you know, hoping that they see something out of that as well. And um, so it's been cool to do that. And I get a lot of also, I'm um, Lebanese Mexican and I I get a lot of messages, social media that is like, I haven't seen someone that looks like me on stage. I'm so excited that like, I get to see you do that. I'm Mexican and I feel like I don't have a lot of roles I can play and all that stuff that I felt when I was young too. So that's really been awesome as well. That's amazing. That's fantastic. I'm so excited to hear that you're hearing from so many different types of people who connect with not only the character, but with you. That's uh, that's fantastic. So um, kind of moving from Mean Girls to you mentioned you've been working for a decade. You've been, you know, developing a lot of uh, other shows off Broadway stuff. But really, as as I start to look at your your resume and everything you've done in those 10 years, um, you know, dating back to. Uh, the Spring Awakening tour, I think that was like the big, the big start to your career, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, as I look at it, and obviously, all actors might not feel this in the moment, um, but there's a you've done a lot in ten years. It feels like you're always in something, and I'm sure for you, there are times when you're not feeling like you're in as much as you would like. But <laughs> uh, from from an outsider, I mean, from going to Spring Awakening, American Idiot, uh, Evita, uh, Lazarus, American Psycho, all those uh, those three shows you mentioned off Broadway. And now this, it seems like you are doing a lot of work that's very interesting and diverse. The stuff I talked about with a lot of uh, rock star <laughs> authors. But <laughs> when, you, when you go into something, what is it that you think that you bring to a project, whether it's as a replacement or a, a new work, whatever that might be, or a revival, um, what is it that you think makes you 
somebody that creators want to have in that room uh, as part of a cast that has obviously kept you pretty busy over the last decade? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, that's a tough question. I don't know. You know, I it's, it was cool. You like listed all my, yeah, that's my body of work right there <laughs> that you just talked about. And and I, I definitely am beyond grateful for the last 10 years. And you say that I've been busy, and I really have been. And I, but I also, you know, I talk to young people a lot that are starting their careers and embarking on all this. And one of the biggest things that I tell young people is that if you move to New York, when you move to New York and you're trying to do this for a living, I always thought of it, of it like my pedal was on, my, my foot was on the gas pedal and I was always afraid to let it up because then I would miss it. And so I just never, hmm. I never released my foot from the pedal like ever. And I still have, have it down. You know what I mean? And I don't. Yeah. I, I always saw every opportunity as like a specific opportunity, but not a defining opportunity, I guess. Um, but I think as far as like what I offer, I mean, I try my best in every situation to be open and available to the team. Um, I think at least in the new work I do, because I've done in between all the things you've said, I have developed like in reading workshop settings, a lot of sure. shows as well. So I've, I feel like, even though a lot of those shows were established, um, I do feel like a large majority of my time is spent on new work. Um, I guess now until this year, since I'm doing Mean Girls for a year, so this will be a long, wonderful year of, of doing this type of work. But um, I do feel like I am a good collaborator in the sense that I like to ask questions and also respect the process um, that is creating new musicals and new work. Um, and I also just think that, like, as I've continued doing this, like, from a young age, Spring Awakening was a long time ago now, so I was, that was 11 years ago now, and I was really young, and I think that I have always tried to lead with respect in this business, and I actually think that can take you a lot farther than one may think, because it's a close, like you said, it's yeah. always a family, each show, and that kind of stuff really matters when you're in the thick of it, and you've worked for 12 hours. And in the end, you want to work with nice, respectful people as much as you want to work with people that are wonderful and yeah. good at their job, uh, talented. Um, but I've always tried to lead with kindness and, and respect. And I mean, I think that that's a good thing. I, I respect people that, that lead by that. And I think I met people in my younger years that I saw themselves conduct themselves that way. And that's how I wanted to be. And sometimes we all get, you know, everybody gets frustrated and, and, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's a high pressure business, but for the most part, I try to do that. And I, it makes me happier too. Cause I'm like, I don't want to, it's, it's a, you know, what we do is a lot. So I just want to, you know, be happy and nice. That's my, those are my two goals. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me More. My name is Matt Tamanini. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt, and you can reach out to Broadway Radio on both Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. We will have information from Mean Girls on Broadway in the show notes and on broadwayradio.com. You can also find Christina Alabado's social media information there as well. Tell Me More is produced and edited by me. Special thanks, of course, to Christina, as well as Heath Schwartz, Michelle Farabaugh, and the man without whom none of Broadway Radio is possible, James Marino. Thanks for listening, and remember, you shine as bright as a day. I will look out for you. We'll light each other's way. You're all stars. Also, always get a second scoop, and when you get the chance, ask people to tell you more. <laughs> <laughs>